Welcome to She Bought That DVD, the podcast where every week we are watching one new DVD from her mother's giant collection. I am your co-host, Jaylene. And I'm Violet. And what DVD did we pick last week to watch this week? Across the Universe. We did. And we watched it. Yep. We got sung to by a whole bunch of people. Yep. And a whole lot of uh, Beatles music. Yep. Definitely went on a trip. Yep. Don't know where I was expecting to go on this film journey because, again, I didn't know much about this film going into it. But this is a film on the list that I was not looking forward to watching because I don't like the Beatles. As controversial as that is, I am not a Beatles fan and I will defend that because I'm allowed to have an opinion. I, um, don't I don't listen to the Beatles. I don't really like their music, but I watched this movie and I thought, hmm, I kind of get it. I couldn't figure out if I was vibing to it because it wasn't the Beatles or because I was like, oh, the Beatles music isn't bad. Yeah, I, I can't figure it out. I, I still haven't been like I probably should have listened to Beatles music today, but and I something about it. I can't listen to their but I thought, oh, their music, not bad, but you're right. It's not them singing it. Mm-hmm. I just thought lyrically it told really good stories and it fit well, obviously, with the the movie. Like, that's the point. But yeah. So mom doesn't really know why she owns this movie because she also does not like the Beatles. <laughs> so this is a mystery DVD. She possibly could have bought it for dad because dad does like the Beatles. Not that dad listens to any music ever. But I do remember he had the Sgt. Pepper's record cassette. Okay. Possibly. Anyways, that, that's um one of the Beatles. It's the one that's the red record or sorry, red cover with a whole bunch of people on it. I just remember that as a kid. I Again, I just don't know if it was a CD or cassette a tape, yeah. or a record. I don't think it was a record. No. Dad liked. Um, he never really listened to records. No, like, but he, the one that he did was The Police. Okay. It was like, every breath you take. What? Who is that sung by? It's sung by The Police. That's all I really remember him, because he would have the record player, and then he would have his headphones, and he would um, listen to that. Speaking of dad's headphones. Okay. Um, this is not relevant to anyone listening, but I'm just going to say it. So... um. Her dad has a ride-on mower because the yard's big enough that that's what it requires. And his uh, quote-unquote noise-canceling headphones that he uses are his headphones from the 80s. I only just realized this last week. I didn't. I have never looked. Yep, they're not noise-canceling noise headphones. Because did noise-canceling exist in oh the 80s? Oh my goodness, and he's losing his hearing. Yeah. So, I don't know if he realizes this, but he's losing his hearing. So I'm wondering if like gift idea we do proper uh yeah. head head safety yes. he ear safety because yeah when i called him last time i was on the phone with him he kept being like huh huh and i was like i've never had anyone say huh this many times when i'm on the phone with them yeah so uh not relevant to anyone but uh it just came to a, mind a note to our, our ourselves yeah. we need to get him noise canceling headphones oh my goodness yeah well or just um ear safety headphones for loud noises they're called noise canceling are headphones. they yeah because oh, okay. we use them at school for oh, our kids to gotcha. regulate 
Gotcha. Okay. Well, anyway, so back to the Beatles. I was having a huge discussion with Brayden about the Beatles. This is this is going to be very controversial because like this argument is very one sided because I know you also don't really care about the Beatles. So it kind of doesn't really seem fair to be like going on about this. But my personal take about the Beatles is they were at the right place at the right time and there was going to be a change in music and there was like a precipice that was like about to like happen because like I understand that they influenced a lot of people. But like think of all of the change that has also happened in the music industry due to such and such person currently right now that just happened to be at the right place at the right time. Yes. How I feel about the Beatles is I don't like their sound. Their sound I don't care for. But lyrically, I was very interested in what stories they had to tell through their songs. Interesting. Because I think lyrically they're shit. I was like, oh, nice. I get what you're like this. And then like the, their actual sound. I'm like, nothing about this makes me want to like bob my head or move my body. That's so interesting because sonically... That's what has influenced so many people. But lyrically, it like, lyrically to me, they're too repetitious. And like, people can come down at me for the fact that there's tons of people that also make very repetitive music out there. I get it. Like, I'm I'm not going to argue with you on that because that that is absolutely the truth. But lyrically, I just don't think they are all that exciting because you've got Hey Jude that says Hey Jude a whole bunch of times. And then I want to hold your hand. Do you really want to hold my hand? Because like how many times do you have to tell me that you want to hold my hand? And it's just like that kind of grinds my gears that there isn't more to tell about the story or the song. And I think that's like why lyrically I'm more interested in. Sorry, when it comes to music, I'm a lyrical person. I'm not a sonic person. So like sound is like fine, but it's not the first thing that I gravitate towards. So I was watching YouTube like probably two weeks ago. Mm hmm. And I was on the like the homepage where it just recommends random stuff to you. And it recommended, I don't even know what it was called, but it was about something like the the woman behind the song Layla, which do you know the song like Layla got me on my knee? Yeah, okay, yeah, that yeah. okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the song. Yes. I'm don't quote me on Eric this. Clapton. Eric Clapton. Yes. So there was a woman mm-hmm. who was with uh I don't know the Beatles' names. Paul McCartney. No, it's not Paul McCartney. Uh, George. Would have never guessed that one. Ringo is another one. Yeah, Ringo no. Star. So this is this is George. Okay. So George and um, Eric were really good friends. Mm-hmm. Anyways, there's this woman that I guess was with George. I don't know her name. This is me telling a story. I had just clicked on like as I scrolled over the thumbnail. It started playing. I was like, oh, I'm kind of interested. And I watched maybe the first two minutes of this 20 minute or however long video essay of this woman and how she was honestly just like treated very poorly by these two men who claimed to be in love with her. But the song Something by the Beatles was written by George for her. 
And it's been said to be like one of the most beautiful love songs about someone without ever using the word love. And it was in this and I was like, okay, I'm going to listen to the lyrics. And I was, and I, I sat there and I was like, oh, whoa, it, it really is. It's a beautiful song. So this is like the parts where I'm saying lyrically some of the songs. I was like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm going to shit on the DVD because it sometimes decided to give you subtitles and then other times it oh, decided not for, to. Yeah. The songs that really did disappoint me because again, I'm not a Beatles fan, so a lot of this music know, was yeah. really no. new to yeah. me. And with musicals, you're singing what's happening, what's on your mind. I need subtitles. And unfortunately, the DVD decided like, oh, well, guess what? I think everyone's a Beatles fan. So like, we don't actually have to put the subtitles. No, please put all of the subtitles on. I was like, what if someone was actually deaf? Like... You yeah, just, no, I you I can't I, even I read their lips. I I thought the same thing. So, in my defense, I don't remember that song. I don't even remember where it was. Okay, the only other thing when this song, the different song came on and it's uh with a little help from my friends. Mm-hmm. So, morning announcements at school, they always usually do a little quote um because there's like every month there's a I can't even think of it. There's like a different like word of the month. It's like one of them will be like teamwork or so they'll do like a quote related to whatever it is. And I I can't remember the word of the month was, but the quote someone said was like, just like the the Beatles get by with a little help from my friends. And I just started laughing because I was like, oh, they don't necessarily mean friends when they're (laughs) saying that. we use that quote for kids to talk kids. Yeah, but it's like... I just started giggling in my room because I thought it was so funny. When you were watching the movie. No, no. Like, this is, like, two months ago. But you knew that already? No, and then when I heard this song in oh, the film, gotcha. I, I laughed that's, again because it, it reminded me of the time that's on the gotcha. announcements. Gotcha. And it, but it wasn't a child saying the announcement. No, I know. It was an adult that had picked to say this. And I was like, oh... You know what? Okay. And maybe it was a joke for us teachers as well. Possibly. Quite, quite possibly. As we as we all know, the kids don't pick up on everything. Oh, no one picked up on what, what's going on there. Yeah. Yeah. No. So yeah, there this this was quite the movie to watch. I had three different phases. The first one was like, oh, okay, I, I'm into this. I, I don't mind this. This is quite interesting. Phase two was, uh, what the hell is going on? And phase three was, is this almost over? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know how can it, I, okay. So the first half of the movie, it's going pretty well. I'm like, oh, I'm interested in what's happening here. This is not what I was expecting. The first 20 minutes pulls you in. Yes. There's so, so many things that are set up. Yep beautifully oh yeah it's great and um Grayson comes home from work and so I pause the film he's like oh how's it going and I was like oh yeah it's going good like not really good he's like so like is it just about drugs and I was like honestly at this point no there hasn't been any and it's the first like 45 hour into the film I was like oh no nothing like it's 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 great I'm actually really enjoying this 
And then I unpause it and just the next scene over, I was like, oh, <laughs> we've entered that stage now. Okay. So I just kind of continued to watch it for what it was. But in reality, I watched it and I thought, you know what? You're actually not supposed to watch this film sober at this point. There was like a clear point where I was like, you shouldn't be sober to do this. Yeah. Because there was like a, a like a clear, I was like, oh, this isn't written for a sober mind. That it- So, and I thought, I was like, if I was sober right now, I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? So that's kind of exactly how I felt. I was like, I'm, I'm like the sober one at the party and everyone's having fun. And I'm just like, I'm the downer of like, y'all are having fun. I'm the DD. Yeah. Can we get this show on the road? And you guys are just doing too much. And I'm like uncomfortable, but like not an uncomfortable. I think it's like the uncomfort, uncomfortness. That's not a word, but of not knowing what's happening. Yes. Because it's this weird like phenomenon where you're at a party and you're the sober one and everyone's on the inside joke and you're just sitting there like, what am I missing? Guys, it's just a plant like, or it's just a table. Like it's something so silly, but like they're having the time of their lives and you're just like, ha ha ha. It's just taking a moment to learn to appreciate the simple things. But yes, it's it's hard. Yes. To the mindset. Yeah. So I came back halfway through that film and sat down and watched the rest. And I was like barely even high. I was just like, you know, what? you can't watch it sober. I'm just going to enjoy it for what it is. And then I was like, ooh, yeah. Yikes. <laughs> so there's um, some interesting notes I found about this film. The production budget was originally $45 million. However, documents from the sale of Revolution Studios showed that it was $70.8 million. At the box office worldwide, it made $29 million. No way. Yes. Big loss. Oh, weird reviews out there. It has, I think, a 53% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. I'm not going to reveal IMDb because that's kind of what we go Do, up yeah, against. For a rating. But critically, people either said it was good or critically it said it's very mixed. And I think like that's true to like the experience that I have because it's it is it's a wild ride. Yes. It's like Alice in Wonderland, but like you don't really get to partake. I feel like this was written in a way that if you are not under the influence, it's very confusing. And you're kind of like, I want off this ride. I want out of what I'm watching. I am bored. These scenes are dragging on. I don't care for what is happening. Please get on with the story. And you're just nodding your head like, yes, 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 yes. But like adding fuel to the fire on top of all of this for me is you've thrown Beatles music at Uh, Over top of of everything else. Give me Celine Dion and I'd be like, cool. Okay. Yeah. We're going on a slope. We're going on a little opera ride. Like that's fine. Or like give me what else is out there? That's a classic band that people really like. I don't know. Anyways. Give me give me something else. And I think I might have been like a little bit okay, but because like there's so much unfamiliarity with Beatles music, like I know I knew that Hey Jude was gonna come on. I know Hey Jude. I prob there were 33 songs. I think I knew five. 
<laughs> that is a lot to sit through. Yeah. <laughs> so the other controversy that surrounded this film was the director had a specific cut and she then found out that the studio was going to... Yeah, there was actually a shorter cut to the film and the owner of Revolution Studios actually preferred that and there was a huge fight. It delayed the release of the film and finally the original cut was what, like what she had envisioned for this film was what was released. And I'm wondering if it has to do with like the amount of money that was also spent in this film. Like when I saw that it was $45 million, I was like, really? Like this, this looks expensive. Like this is very extravagant. Like there is a lot going on in this film. Mm -hmm. And then I found out it was 70.8. And I was like, yeah, that makes more sense. Do you remember this trailer coming out? Like, do you remember? I remember the trailer. I remember it coming out. And I remember when it was out of theater, it just kept playing on TV. And I would go to watch it and I was like, I don't understand what's going on. It was, there is a clear age point or demographic that this movie is for. Yeah. I I think if I had watched this like four or five years ago, I still wouldn't have gone. I I, I get it more watching it now than I think I would have when being younger, to be honest. I agree with you on the fact that this Movie needs to be experienced in a specific way, and it's not at the movie theaters. Having it at home is probably the way that you do want to experience it, because then you can recreate yourself. Can't really do it legally at a movie theater. I guess one could do it, but it's not legal. I just... Part of me thinks it's a bit too ahead of its time. I would agree. But I don't know if that is... The conservative side coming out of me not knowing what people were doing in 2007 because it was too young. Like, I think there's a a lot kind of... Like, when it came out, we were too young to watch this film. Exactly. But here's really why I feel like years ago I wouldn't wouldn't have gotten. Because I sat at the end. I was like, what really is this movie about? Because I boiled it down to is, welcome to your 20s. Mm. Interesting. I did not. I was like, this is like someone's dropped out of university. They're trying to figure themselves out. They're experiencing drugs for the first time. They're living on their own for their first time. They're experiencing all these like outside uh, like pressures, like the wars going on, like uh, just just finding your place in the world. There's relationships that are forming and there's relationships that are breaking off. Um, We have young 20 year olds rooming with someone who's older, just like you always have that older friend that's going to show you, but she still has her foot in the door of like the young 20 year old group. Like to me, it was just like, welcome to your twenties. Yeah. And it was just this really nice timeline of what that was. I don't think I could have appreciated that without living through my twenties. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I see to understand is really what it is. Yeah. And so at 14, this would have been been like, (laughs) The fuck? <laughs> what are people doing? Huh? Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, it's just it's a very, very interesting movie to say the least that I yeah, I just like I had such a crazy, weird 
experience with it because at the end of it, I was like, yeah, I, I am really, I'm ready to say goodbye to this. Like I'm, I'm ready for the movie to just end. And I'm going to keep reiterating. It's partially due to the fact like we're, we'll probably dive in deeper later on how stunning this movie is. It's not that like the visuals to this were not boring by any means, but like, yeah, you're giving me music that I'm just like, I, I can't connect with this. I'm so I'm so tired of them breaking out into song and then not being given subtitles for everything. I also found it to be quite long and like like this, like pacing was a bit strange because, again, the first 40 minutes, it's I was like, wow, I'm like, I'm actually enjoying myself. Yeah. yeah. Um, I will say the end. I just wanted it to end. <laughs> oh, OK. I was over it. Or like, I was curious on how they were planning on ending the film. Yeah, it had this weird, oh, we've run out of time. Let's wrap rush. it up. Yeah, wrap and it up wrap. quick and give it a little happy ending. Yeah. I wish we had just like seen everyone go on their ways and on their different paths. Because I feel like that is a more accurate representation. And the reality. Of, of life. because. Again, this film to me was Welcome to Your 20s. And it would be lovely and beautiful if we could all just come back to, together. But it's it's really hard. It's really hard to maintain friends as an adult. And this is like your first experience of, okay, you're in your 20s. We're living in proximity and close to each other. So we can easily maintain that friendship. But as soon as we move apart, we have different lives. We have different schedules. This is why like, Work friends are so great mm -hmm. because you see each other every day. Yeah. It's like going to high school. You yeah. see those people every day. And that's why you're friends with them. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's easy to make plans because you have very similar schedules, whereas everyone else is juggling their own day-to-day -day activities. So it was the ending of this felt not true to how the rest everything of the, was set up yeah how yeah. the story is told yeah no I, I i definitely agree with that this movie came out october 12th 2007 and then for the dvd there were three trailers the very first one the all too exciting blu-ray it was all of like 30 seconds they literally just advertised blu-ray huh yeah and then the next one was 21, which is the heist-ish movie with the gambling. Do we own that one? We do. Okay. Um, I missed the name of the movie and I paused it and I went into the room and I looked up because I, I knew that it was a number. But you didn't know it was 21. Have you not seen it? I can't remember if I have or haven't. It, I, I feel like it's one of those movies that I've seen the trailer? on the shelf oh, oh. and the trailer okay. so many times, okay. but not necessarily seen the movie. And then the last trailer for the film was the Jane Austen Book Club, which I would have really liked to have watched that movie. <laughs> I, as Emily Blunt in it. It has actually like a pretty big cast. And basically they are a book club and they only read Jane Austen and this gentleman joins them and they're all in their like 40s and they're like all kind of like divorced or they're married or their love lives aren't happening and he kind of introduces them to their friends and then it's like a, a 40 year old movie and I was like why are we watching this today I would like to watch that instead and then I had to watch across the universe so that was the trailer we don't own that one so 
if I ever see that, I probably will watch it. But um, it seems as though they gave a lot away in the trailer just uh, for future me because I'll probably know how it all ends. Yeah. Okay. Why don't you do you want to tell the movie? Well, there's like three characters that are really like important, I would say. Yes. So we have Jude, the main gentleman who uh is he is from somewhere in England. He's from Liverpool. Okay. Which is where all of the bandmates are from. Okay. Yeah. And he travels over to America because he wants to meet his dad mm-hmm. because he was born out of wedlock. It was because, was it the war? Yes. His father had fought in the Correct. war, got his mother pregnant, and then he was born. So Jude just wanted to meet his dad. Turns yeah. out his dad really wants nothing to do with him, which is fine, fair. Um, and when he meets his dad, cause his dad works at a university campus, he meets Max and Max is your, your standard. I'm going to university cause my parents are wealthy and they want me to go to university and I have. And Princeton specifically. So I, it's not like uh, they're, uh, at their, uh, community college. No. And I have no care in the world to be here. Mm-hmm. Like. I'd rather just be fucking off uh, playing golf or drinking or whatever it might be, just not at school. And Max is very well aware of it. It's just the pressure from his parents that are causing him to remain there. And then Max has a sister named Lucy. Lucy. I did know that because at the end they play Lucy, Lucy in the, in the sky. It's gonna be okay. Anyways, Lucy is younger. She is graduating high school. Mm-hmm. She um, seems like she's a year younger than Max. Max, yeah. And the three of them hit it off very well. Jude ends up staying in America because he now has this friend, Max. And Max tells his parents that he is no longer going back to university. And Jude and Max move to New York City. Yep. Where they room with this older woman i'd say she's probably in her late 30s is kind of the vibes that i was getting i I thought mid 30s yeah so like 10 years older than them at least yeah yeah uh 10 to 15 and they room in like a small not didn't look really small for new york city um or what i was expecting but they room there and obviously Jude is without working papers or visas. He just came over on vacation and never left. Mm-hmm. And he is a an artist. So that is how he makes his money is selling his art. And eventually Lucy follows them to New York City mm-hmm. and Jude and Lucy become a thing. And then they experience quite a bit of drugs. Max gets... Um, What's the word? Conscripted. Thank you. Conscripted into the war. Because he is not in university, yeah. so he's no longer protected. Yeah. And they try to get him to not go, but he ends up going. And my thought was, has there ever been a time period where the United States wasn't involved in a war? No. Have they, like, have all wars that they've been involved in for, I don't know, however many years. have Because, like, this is Vietnam War. Yeah, this is Vietnam, Vietnam War. War. But then after that, it was the Korean War? Yeah. When was the Cold War? Oh, that would have been in... 80s. 
Yeah, but that yeah, would have been Berlin. Berlin. Berlin fell in 1989, East Germany. But they would have. I was just like, they really just always had their hand in war. Mm-hmm. Is what this movie really I was, <laughs> makes I, you. Think. I was sitting. I was like, oh wow, okay, that's that's a choice. Mm-hmm. That's a decision. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, They're making that military budget count. Yeah, that's. I was like, wow. Um, I mean. War is profitable. Uh, anywho, past that, then it's just a lot of drugs and a lot of uh, confusing scenes to a sober eye of what is going on. And music's playing. And like any relationship, <clears throat> probably you're in your early 20s, just out of high school, wherever it may be, there is a lot of not good times. Between Jude and Lucy. Well, it becomes re- really toxic and unhealthy. But I think a, a big thing that you're also missing to explain is that she becomes really a part of the anti-war movement. Correct. So she, yes. So she does, does not like what's going on in Vietnam. Which a lot of people are also a part of this. So like there's yes. tons of protests yes. that are happening. Yes. And like uh, a lot in that age demographic it seemed like yes. back then and i mean on top of that her brother is there and yes. she doesn't want, like she's like why are we fighting so she gets yeah involved in this group that protests but the group kind of goes beyond just peaceful protests mm-hmm. and she's like oh fuck what did i get myself involved in anyways lucy ends up getting arrested at one of the protests and jude is there and he panics and tries to save her and in saving her he also gets pulled in by the the cops and they are like you're not here on any sort of visa you've been here for who knows how long you got to go back home and his dad actually comes to grab him from the jail and says i said that you're my son but unfortunately like we don't got the papers to even prove that uh, any of this so it's not gonna work you have to go back home. And it was a really nice scene between him and his dad, I thought. Yeah, I don't remember it because I literally also, before we did this, I read what the movie was about on Wikipedia and I was like, this whole paragraph, where was I? I don't remember Oh, uh, okay. Well, it was a really nice, actually a really nice conversation because... I don't, like, I don't even remember him being arrested. Like, I remember him being caught by the cops, but I don't remember him being put in jail. Okay. So, he... How he's probably been in America for how, six to eight months, I would say, because like he was there, he got taken home for Thanksgiving. He was probably, I thought it was at least like I'd say a year. Oh, okay, because everything was summary. It, it okay, was giving me the vibes. Okay, I'm gonna say at least a year. And his dad asks him like a question, like, Did you tell your mom? And the way that he answers, like, insinuates that, oh, I haven't been home yet, but I, like, I plan on. And the dad's like, okay, like, it, w- it was just a really nice conversation with his dad. And then he goes back home and he goes back to his job. No, honestly, I think it's much longer than seven months to a year. Oh, okay. I felt like it was, like, years. Oh, okay. A handful of years because his old girlfriend is now she's married and pregnant. Yes, but she it said on Wikipedia that she had found someone after the letters stopped coming. So that was after he fell in love with Lucy, which would have only been a couple of months. 
but on top of that, she was like pregnant. Yeah. And like married. It felt like to me like one to two years okay. in between that okay. time. It, it, it doesn't matter. It's no, yeah. It, it never it never said, it never showed. Yeah. Um, so now he's separated from his friends that he has made in America. America. And then eventually to wrap it all up nice and tight, uh, with a bow at the end. Well, he thinks Lucy died in the bombing. Oh, okay. That's why he goes back to America. Okay. Because the group that she was Oh, with, yes, a part of, yes. They were creating bombs. And she was like, no. Yeah, but he you. didn't know this. And so they accidentally blew themselves up. So he went over to America to find her and turns out she's fine. And then there's this whole rooftop scene and they're professing love and everyone else is professing their love to each other. And Lucy's in the sky. That's what it ends with. Yeah, and then we're all one big happy family. What scenes visually stood out to you? When they go on that little bus ride. Oh, okay. I hated the man that came out of the... Uh... And they go to the... Wherever, wherever they f- immediately get off the bus and there's like a lake with that house thing in the middle of it. I thought, this is really pretty. Wherever they are was lovely. Yeah, I didn't like the man, though. That was the one thing that I... No, yes, I ignored the man, but I just thought, like, where that whatever the lake scene that they were on was really nice, and I'm actually curious where that is, and I didn't look it up. Because uh, so it seemed like a famous place. There was filming in New York, but I can't remember. I saw Winnipeg as a location. It was like, like, where in Winnipeg? This is such a, like, rogue place, because then they also did England as well. So... Which the architecture made sense, but I couldn't figure out why Winnipeg was mentioned. Was well, it not, was it not a lake? With that yeah, lake? it was a lake with the little um, center. Like, that's what it was, right? Yeah. But so Unless it's photoshopped. It might be. So they might have thought that they arrived at a lake, but they weren't at a lake. Ar- Armour Steiner Steiner House. Yeah, it's not. Am I crazy? No. Okay. So you've just found out that it was not a lake that they truly shot at. But in the video, in, in the, the movie, movie it, it like is that. a lake. Yes. So they faked it out. Interesting. I think one of my favorite, so I have two favorite parts of the film, but my first favorite part was Max going and getting checked up by the doctors to like during his like conscription and scenes and stuff. And when the military men have like these weird masks and they're all like digitized kind of looking and they're dancing and Mm -hmm. like they, I thought that was like the most unique thing. And just the way that everything like, cause like with the military, you all have to look the same. You all have to kind of like visually not stand out basically and yeah. so like that's what th- this was all being set up and all of the movement has to be perfect i really thought it was a great dance number and this entire time like this is half an hour 40 minutes into the movie yeah. i want to say i was like really looking forward to the rest of the story because i really thought like this is what we were going to be diving into and so it kind of felt a bit disappointing to me because uh, like we didn't really yeah. get much of that because the other dance number that I really liked is when they were at the bowling alley. That was oh yeah a lot of fun. Yes, so which I will was early on. Yeah, it was early on. I feel like after so after that first hour is when we're losing like the musical dance as- aspect of it, like mm-hmm. this like very 
well choreographed, um, not just with the main characters, like with like background and everything else that's going on. And it on. goes into like more hallucinogenics yeah. and randomness is the best way that I can describe it because essentially that is what... It was just like obscure. And, yeah. Yeah. And then you're being taken on a trip because like the colors that they then use later on is very psychedelic, yeah. which doesn't match the tone that was presented earlier on, except for the bowling scenes, because with a little help from my friend, it's implying that they were high, which is like, that yeah. makes sense. And then it's loosely introduced at the beginning, which I guess is great foreshadowing that like later on things are going to be introduced, like things are going to be introduced later on. I think my expectation was more of, I don't know what my expectation was. <laughs> you just the way the first half was set up did it feel misleading i think that's kind of how i felt but you knew did you not know that it was going to turn into this weird psychedelic no, no. drug trip nope. adventure no nope. see i knew that because i'd seen parts of this film as a kid when it played on tv and i was like what the fuck is going on i hate this movie it doesn't make sense and i like flipped past it because it made I was introduced to it late in the film. Had mm -hmm. no idea. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So I knew that it was, it was going to be about, not about, or have like the influence of drugs in it somewhere. Yeah. No, that, that was kind of news to me. I do remember the creepy man coming out of the tent in the trailer, mm -hmm. but that could have like meant anything. Okay. It could have meant that they went to a circus for all I know. I felt like the, my, my thing is it went on for a little bit too long. Oh, Yes. Yes. To, yep. to a sober mind, it went on for a little bit too long. I got to the point where I had the track list up and I was being like, oh, it's this song. Okay, three more. Okay, this song. Okay, two more. Oh, okay. That's yeah. how painful this started to become for me because I was just waiting for it to be over. Yeah. As I keep saying. Do you think the story could have been told without the use of the Beatles? No. Oh, okay. I like their music with this. I thought it was a good retelling because I was also curious as to what years did were their songs released? 62 to 69. And it follows kind of like what's happening at the time period. So yeah, like the sonically, all the choices are correct for this film. Yeah, I thought it thought it matched really well. Like this is lyrically, I thought it matched really well. What you don't agree? I guess what I'm saying is, do you think that they needed to sing? Oh, the characters themselves? Yeah. Uh, well, like, do you think it needed to be a musical or could it have been told through less song and dance? I think this would be a very boring film without it. Like, I think it started with the idea of, I want to create a musical around the Beatles music. How? How do I do that? How do I go about doing that? So I feel like it pulled from, like, use the songs as inspiration to tell this story. And to remove that from the film would just, would make this a boring film. Or I'd be, like, even more confused, likely. Okay. I see it differently. And okay. I think I see it differently because, again, I'm a hater. Okay. What is the, what do you think this movie was really about? How to drive me crazy for two hours. <laughs> No. What do I think this movie is really about? I think that's too difficult of a question for me to answer because 
I didn't care for it. Therefore, like I'm not really putting too much brain power into that at the end. I think I'm chasing for a story, but I don't disagree with your take on mm-hmm. that it's your all about your 20s. And so like everything is very like loosey goosey. I also I think this is something that I haven't talked about, but I think there was things that were too contrived, like that prudent song. Yeah. That they wanted to put more Beatles music in it. Okay. So they were like, how how do we get more in there? Okay. And so I felt that was too much on the fray where I was like, well, why do we have this Prudence character? Because like she's singing, I want to hold your hand, which she does a great job at. But then she like is in love with this girl at school and then she falls in love with Jojo. And I like I th- that that that's at that beginning i think that's to set up the character knowing that she's gay yeah like really that's what it is but she didn't need to be in this movie at all i didn't mind her being a part to just kind of balance out the gang but she has like all of 10 lines i kind of liked her okay i i was with it personally no i i think there was like too too much contrivedness with how how do we get this song introduced to the film I, I, a part of me was like, is each cast member supposed to reflect one of the Beatle members? Like, I was like really trying to mm. think about like wh- how, how deep into this should I be thinking? Is in, it like in re- very meta? Like, yeah, in reflection with like the Beatles themselves. But I know absolutely nothing about them and absolutely nothing about their, their music. And I also, was curious, yeah, about like the stories behind some of those songs and how they were made or how they were created. Were they placed in specific parts of the film because of that? I will say there is a very well typed out um, list of songs and what the story or meaning behind the songs are on IMDb, but I didn't write it down or did I like remember anything? So someone has, yeah. Yes. You could look into that if you desperately wanted to. And yeah, I just, I think coming back to like, what do I think this movie was about? Or like, I really thought it was going to be more commentary on the Vietnam war because like we dove into that. But I think like, the commentary on that is the young generation getting involved with it mm-hmm. and like pushing out against it. But then we kind of lost that because I think what ruins the story and exactly what you've already pointed out is that it's Hollywood and we had to have a pretty bow at the end. And I think that is not what the story needed. Okay, well, let's jump into the ratings. What is your story rating? I give it a three out of five. Okay. I thought. The beginning half of it was so good, and I was very interested in what's going on. The later half, I mean, we've already discussed it, but I, I, I do, I can appreciate this movie as long as I think of it as what is the point, and it's like, well, like welcome to your twenties. This is just kind of life. Fair enough. I think it was too meta for me, so it went over my head. I think we have a protocol issue again with this film for me because I gave it a one point five, <laughs> and. I didn't necessarily get it. And I think there's a lot of factors working against it on my behalf. Okay. Music. I gave it a three out of five. I really liked some of the songs and how they 
the story they told within the story that was going on. Okay, I also gave it a three, which is going to be quite, I thought that was quite high, but I thought, and this is what I've already brought up, I can't figure out if I like them singing yeah. it or yeah. it's because like I don't mind the Beatles music, but I, I do think it's them singing it. But I, I think there were too many songs and lyrically I just can't stand the Beatles, so they get knocked down for that. Visuals. I gave it a three out of five. I thought they chose some excellent locations to tell the story. I do have one note that made me laugh and it said, that's not what Vietnam looks like. <laughs> yeah. I also thought those helicopters were very modern looking. Yeah. Like the way they shot some of those war scenes. I was like, ooh, they really just kind of scouted out a location somewhere in America and are like, yep, we're going to make this work. <laughs> I gave it quite high, actually. I gave it a four out of five. Costuming was really beautiful. The New York City apartment was beautiful. His artwork, whoever they made for that, oh, was really beautiful. Yes. Um, all of the special effects that they had to do for this film was fantastic. All of the locations that they scouted out for it was actually incredible. There was a lot that went in this film visually. And I will definitely appreciate it. I think it's just the story that's kind of lacking for me, but we've already gone over that. What is your overall score? My overall score is six out of 10. Wow. I'm 5.6 out of 10. Okay. I know. Visuals is what brought it up. On IMDb, it is a 7.3 out okay. of 10. And the top comment also agrees with us that it got too Hollywood at the end and went all romance has to have a clean and ending. cute yeah. ending. Yeah. Because I would have been actually probably much happier if they're just like, this is just what it is. He went off to war. He fought in the war and he's come back and he's just kind of traumatized from it. Lucy went on her own way and Jude went on his own way. And I think that would have been more realistic or for the 60s. Yes. Or Max gets back from war and goes and just visit, visits his friend and they like have a beer. They're like, hey, how's it going? Yeah. And then end. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I definitely agree with that. Do we keep this DVD? Oh, um, no, I'm good without keeping this DVD. I'm a clear no. Yeah. No. I should also mention we have the special edition. Which is even funnier. There's two discs. There's um, bonus I, features. I didn't even like no, bother. Yeah, I saw that there was two and I was like, oh, wow. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I I was like, I don't know what to do with this. I, I don't really want to learn more. I think maybe what it would, if there was this on it, um, the cast and seeing how they connected, connected. and if I, they had a really good time. I, I got the feeling that they did. Yeah, they seemed to have great chemistry on screen. So I feel like they just had so much fun hanging out. I also really liked Evan Rachel Wood. There's not many things that I've seen her in. Really, really liked her. And then Jim Sturgis, he's also in 21, which I also thought was funny because he's the... He's in... Um, he's in a lot. One day. Oh. oh okay yeah he's in one day i'm pretty sure okay but paco i also um paco the guy that lucy uh the la, 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 the the guy who bombs himself yes okay so i was watching him and i was like man where are you from this is really annoying i hate this i can't figure out where you're from he is trey from the oc 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. And I was like, why do I hate you? Like, <laughs> why do I instantly hate exactly. you? Exactly. <laughs> I was like looking at him. I was like, but like, why do I hate you? <laughs> yeah, that checks you out. hurt Marissa. <laughs> yeah. I think it's time to pick next week's DVD. Yay. You seem I'm excited. excited. <laughs> you seem excited. It's It's been a while. I want something new. You want something new? I want something animated. Okay, I want something to watch. I'll take it. I'll take anything. You'll take anything. I have time this weekend to watch. You are going to appreciate this movie. Oh, okay, good. I put happy thoughts into the 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 world and they gave me a good movie. Correct. It is not animated. Oh, okay. But you will not be upset about this movie. Are you upset about this? I'm not upset about this movie, but I have seen it fairly recently. I actually want to say I've seen this movie within two years. Oh, okay. Which is a bit unusual because I... Have stopped watching movies since we started this project? (laughs) No, because I don't like this movie as much as you like this movie. But I decided to revisit it because I was like, well, why, why didn't I like this movie? What about it didn't I like it? Oh. So we were kids when we saw this movie, and it's not necessarily a kid movie. There are very adult themes in this film, but sometimes mom didn't really care. Oh, we saw, I felt like we saw a lot of things that I was like, "Mm, I don't understand what's going on. That is one of, that is this movie as a kid, didn't Billy Elliot? We don't own Billy Elliot. (laughs) (laughs) I know, we've gone over that before. How to how to describe this movie? But like I know the name of it. Oh, hundred percent. You think I've seen it more than once? One hundred percent. You used to put this movie on before we went to school in the playroom. That's how young you were. And I don't know if we also owned it on VHS. We might have, but I remember like dad trying to get you ready for school and you just had it on in the playroom. <laughs> and you were, I actually you- have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I must really like this film. You're going to say it. I'm going to be like, oh, I don't like that. <laughs> you're like, oh, I haven't. I don't like this one anymore. I've like watched it too many times. I just like I remember distinctly that you do like this film. I want to say there are watermelons in this film i really don't want to give this away because i, I want to make this quite like niche to see if you can get it that did not help i feel like they're like one of the characters carries watermelons down to down this bridge down by the bay where the watermelons grow not quite like that but like <laughs> she she the lady the girl had watermelons i could be really wrong too wouldn't that be funny if there's no all i have is down by the bay playing in my head (laughs) no 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 how do i do i know the actors or actresses in it yes can i oh i can name one of them okay i can picture the second one but i can't think of her name i can think of the male lead but i can't think of the female lead okay let's let's go well let's go a backwards way of describing this the female lead in a in a movie that you despised as you as a kid. All I can think is Ferris Bueller's Day okay, Off. Okay, so yes, she is in this movie. She's I, the main actress. I don't know who that is. I can't even picture her. Oh, okay. No idea who that is. Yeah. Now I'm just thinking Ferris Bueller. What movie is this? Okay, Fall Out Boy has a song title that is very 
much relevant to this. Sugar, we're going down. That is not it. <laughs> no, no, no. The title doesn't mean the movie title from Fall Out Boy. I don't know any of Fall Out Boy's uh, titles because they're, <laughs> they're all of it weird. They're, they're the sentences. First, and no, I'm... <laughs> that's just the first two albums, which is what this is. So I guess maybe that doesn't. I just don't want to give it away to you. I want you to guess. Who's the male actor? He's not alive. That doesn't help. He's, but he, he's, he's no, this is an old movie. I think this is like 80s. What? <laughs> or 70s. Probably 80s or 70s. Let me do a... You're really hurting my long-term memory right now. And it's it's very poor. 1987. Okay, 1987. I really liked watching a 1987's film. What is this movie about? So far, you've told me watermelons, um, someone who's dead, um, and someone who's in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> and I loved watching it as a kid. Okay, so the movie is about this girl who is on vacation. Uh-huh. And she... Like, I'm giving away everything. No. Nope. <laughs> Means nothing to me. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, there's this girl. She's on vacation with her family, and she falls in love. Sweet. I'm happy for her. Yep. There's some things that also happen um, to do with the title. Um, she learns to... Oh, did I really like this film that much? Yes. Really? Yeah. Dirty Dancing? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't know if I like that film. Yeah. You used to watch this a lot. <laughs> this and Footloose. I like Footloose. Yeah, but you also like Dirty Dancing. I remember coming in, <laughs> now that I remember it, I remember you were watching the scene where they're trying to like figure out the choreography. It's quite sexualized. And you were sitting there watching it and dad walks in and he's trying to get you ready for school. And then he like leaves. And you were like all of like eight or nine. Of course, all of that's going over your head. Oh, I was like, they're learning how to dance. Yeah. <laughs> they're really putting a lot of effort into learning how to dance yeah they're fully committed and yep. this is what it takes to to learn choreography yep so we are watching dirty dancing the 1987 version with patrick swayze and jennifer gray last i checked and last i watched it was on a streaming platform so we possibly have that it is on netflix yeah i i decided to watch it two years ago because i was curious to know what the hype was about for this film because I, I don't remember it as a kid like I just remember I like it's in the same vein of like I just don't like dancing either <laughs> I don't like musicals and I don't like dancing I watched it as a teen and I was like oh I, I was kind of like meh about it so that's hilarious I have like a vivid memory yeah you lying you were lying on the floor, and the TV was in the corner, so you, you know what I'm doing, like, yeah. that long ago, ago yeah. because then everything changed in the room, and it must have been on VHS, yeah. because yeah. it, it was the been, old yeah. wooden TV, and I distinctly remember Dad trying to get you ready for school. We're just sitting there watching it, or taking you to Debbie's, like, you might have, like, decided not to sleep and got up early, like, <laughs> yep. I wanted to watch Dirty Dancing. Mm-hmm. But I'm wondering if you, I'm wondering if you were only watching the dancing parts. 
I very well could have been. But like, like fast like, forwarding and to listening to like the, the music, music and the dancing. Yeah. Like that's why I like Footloose as well is because of the music and the dancing that was in it. Yeah. I just thought it was so cool. Yeah. So I'm wondering if that's why. My- why did it? Why wasn't I put in dance? <laughs> I guess we have a lot to discuss next week. Man, that's all I ever wanted to do. <laughs> you did water dancing. Yeah, but I hate the water. Says the lifeguard. Yeah, but it's cold. And then you're wet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We are going to end the episode there. Thank you so much for downloading and listening to this week's episode. If you would like to follow us along, hit the follow or subscribe button. If you would like to follow us on any of our socials, those are linked in the show notes below. Until then, have a really great week. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye.